Hey folks, welcome to the premiere episode of the Jeff Fitoff Show. I'm Jeff Fitoff. You can find me on Twitter at Fit Happens. They also call me Tito. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll get a lot of stuff covered today. Uh, and please subscribe, listen to this program whenever you can. It'll be updated frequently. So let's start with the Super Bowl. And this is something I've said for years, so if you've heard me on other media outlets before, you've probably heard me say it, but uh, the Super Bowl is one of the most uh, in perfect events uh, in, in all of sports. So it's something we all look forward to. Football fans and non-football fans alike can get into it, and there's certainly Super Bowl parties and th- all these different things associated with it. Obviously, it's a huge betting event as well, but I do have one big problem with the Super Bowl, and it's a simple fix, and it's something the NFL should have done a long time ago, and you know, I hope that someone finally gets smart about this. There is no reason to have the Super Bowl on a Sunday. It makes no sense. Now, Monday, if we if Monday was a holiday for everybody, then sure, it's perfect, fine, no problems. But ev- most people go to work on Monday or take the day off. They're up late watching the Super Bowl halftime show, all the commercials, whatever. But why can't you have the Super Bowl on a Saturday? You already get two. You already get a full week off in between the games. Um, the two weeks off actually because of the they take a week off before. You don't need the full two weeks. It's thirteen days in between games. We just fine. So you get. I know the reason they do it. They want to have everybody healthy, um, and the teams as fully stocked as possible when they play in the Super Bowl. You don't want to miss key guys because of injuries. Give them extra time to recover. I get that. The Super Bowl on Sunday used to make sense when it was a three p.m. kickoff. You know, when it was when they kicked off the game in the middle of the afternoon, they don't kick off the game in the middle of the afternoon. It's like a 6.20, 6.30 start now. And with the extended halftime show and everything, it takes forever. So move it to a Saturday. Start in primetime if you want to. Have a Saturday, 8 o'clock Eastern time kickoff if you want to do that. That's fine. You don't need to have the Super Bowl on a Sunday. Make it on a Saturday. We can all party like it's 1999 and not if we're going to work there the next day, most of us at least. Um, but that's that makes perfect sense to me to have the Super Bowl move to a Saturday. Now let's talk about the games coming up this weekend. You got Cincinnati, Tennessee, San Francisco, Green Bay, uh, Rams, and Tampa, Buffalo, KC. And when you get to this point in the season, I don't have a rooting interest necessarily in a team. I'm a Steelers fan, but I just want to see the, the most compelling matchups and the most interesting matchups in the Super Bowl. So what that means is I am not rooting for San Francisco or Tennessee. I think they're the two of the most boring teams in the NFL left. Any matchup combination of Cincinnati and Buffalo and Kansas City against Green Bay, Tampa Bay, um, you know, or the Rams, I'm fine with that. That would be interesting to me. I do think that Cincinnati has a great chance to beat the Titans. Uh, I think they'll keep it very close. I think that Green Bay rolls San Francisco. I do think the Rams will beat Tampa Bay, and I like the Bills over Kansas City. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Weekend. It's a great weekend with the four divisional games, uh, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. The Eagles uh, did something interesting this week. They said they're committed to Jalen Hurts going forward. And I watched that Philly game against Tampa Bay. And I, I put out there on, on Twitter, I believe it was, that uh, Jalen Hurts reminds me of Tim Tebow. That's exactly what it looked like. I don't know if Tampa Bay made him look that way, but Hurts, you know, he would run around in the pocket and throw up a desperate pass and hope one of his guys either came back to get it or jumped up and got it. But it was not, it was not a championship-level quarterback play out of Jalen Hurts. And I don't think he'll ever have that, just like I never thought Tebow would, just like I uh, – I don't know about Kyler Murray, but um, <clears throat> Jalen – Baker Mayfield is in the same boat as well. But Jalen Hurts, to me, is not a starting quarterback for a championship team. I think he could win you games and get you to the playoffs like he did this year. I think depending if you're in the right division where you have weaker opponents you could play, like the Giants and Washington. And I think he's the kind of guy who could sneak out a couple wins, but when he gets the playoffs, 
if you're playing for a chance to advance to the Super Bowl, you need to have a better quarterback than what Jalen Hurts is. I, expe- I, I think Philadelphia, they've got three first-round picks. They should take a quarterback. They say they won't. They should, though. But I don't think Jalen Hurts is the one you want to build around. Uh, San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo gets a bad rap. I think he still has some talent. I would love to see a team like Cleveland go after Garoppolo, uh, but I think he's gone after this year. They didn't use all that unless he wins. If he can win this week, I think Garoppolo may have bought himself another year in San Francisco if he wants it. But they used a lot of draft capital to get Trey Lance. So uh, Garoppolo, I think, loses this week. If he loses Green Bay, like I think he will, I think he's played his last game as a 49er. I spoke about Baker Mayfield briefly. Again, another quarterback who the Browns should not be building around. Um, I would go out and get a veteran or draft somebody this year, but Baker Mayfield is not the answer in Cleveland. I know now he's healthy after the surgeries. I said he was hurt all year. I don't care. I still don't think Baker Mayfield can lead this team to a championship. He can lead them to the playoffs. I don't think they will be a championship team with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Jim Harbaugh. Rumors about him going to the NFL, and it would not surprise me one bit if he goes to the NFL. I think the Raiders or Giants would both make really good sense for him. Um, I I think the teams will probably throw too much money at him for him to turn down, and I think he will take it. I don't know if he'll live up to it or not. Look, he had a great situation in San Francisco. Obviously, showed he can coach there with Alex Smith and then um, Colin Kaepernick and uh, led them to a Super Bowl, but I don't think Harbaugh will have that much success in the NFL. Uh, we'll see, but I, I do think he will give – give it serious thought. I would not be a bit surprised if the Raiders or Giants make a big play for him. Let's talk about the Steelers. Big Ben. Roethlisberger played his last game, a, a, an awful loss to Kansas City, but you could tell it was going to happen. You, you knew early on this game was going to be a rout. Um, Pittsburgh did. It was 0-0 through one quarter, and then Pittsburgh got the defensive touchdown. But as soon as Kansas City got up by one score when they got up 14-7. I knew it was over. My, I, It just, you know, Kansas City poured it on. Then after that, added a couple more touchdowns for the half and then just routed Pittsburgh. I understand why Pittsburgh brought Big Ben back. I understand why Big Ben wanted to come back for one more season. But the, the Steelers' offense was just, it was awful this year uh, for the most part. Najee Harris, although he got, Najee Harris got a lot of touches this year. So much to the point of worried about next year, his body breaking down after having, you know, over 400 touches, I believe it was, combined uh, this year with playoffs and um, regular season. The Steelers, um, I, I don't think they'll go out and get a veteran quarterback. If if a Garoppolo would want to come to Pittsburgh, I could I would think that'd be a good fit for them. There's talk about Matt Ryan maybe. That wouldn't be terrible, but the Steelers have to uh, make sure they don't sacrifice a lot of draft capital to get a quarterback, uh, a veteran guy, or if Kenny Pickett falls to them, who I love from Pitt, um, if he falls to them in the draft, and they got him, I'd be happy with that as well. But, you know, Pittsburgh fans got ready for a rebuild. And it's not like the Steelers went from Bradshaw and Knoll and four Super Bowls straight to Roethlisberger and Cower and Tomlin. There was a break in between there where the Steelers were very mediocre. They had Mark Malone, they had Bubby Brister, Neil O'Donnell, uh, Charlie Batch. They were all quarterbacks for highest, for sorry for Pittsburgh during a time when they did not produce Super Bowl winning seasons. Um, from 85 to 88, they had three losing seasons in four years. Back-to-back losing seasons in 98-99 and 8-8 eight eight seasons in 2012 and 2013. This year, uh, they get into the playoffs by going 8-8-1. Eight, eight not a losing season, but not a winning season either. So the Steelers are going to struggle a little bit, I think. Um, but I hope that they either, if they get a veteran quarterback, that'll help out and use some draft capital to uh, upgrade the offensive line. And uh, we'll see what happens with Juju Smith-Schuster if he comes back or not. But it's interesting to see what the Steelers do going forward. Next year will be a huge test for Mike Tomlin and his record of never having a losing season. 
let's move on to the NBA. Um, the Nets, I don't think, are going to be able to win a title this year with Kyrie Irving in there unless they make some changes to the facting play at home and on the road. Kevin Durant's now out four to six weeks um, with the knee issue. Uh, there's talk that Harden might want out or might be open to leaving Brooklyn at some point. But look, Kyrie Irving for me has always been a selfish player. And uh, the fact that he is not getting vaccinated, and this is not a rant about people getting vaccinated. It's not, I don't want to get into the whole the thing about, you know, should they be vaxxed, forced to vax, whatever. Those are the rules in place. Irving knows it. And he's choosing not to do it. That's okay. That's his choice. But it can also be his choice and selfish at the same time. He is doing what's best for him, what he believes is best for him, not best for the team. So I do think he's selfish. I don't think the Nets will ever win a title with Kyrie Irving in there. Um, and I think that uh, this whole big three is going to end up having a bad breakup. And uh, you'll see at least one of them probably hardened to part after this year. I could see them uh, making a move, trying to get him to Philly uh, for Ben Simmons. But too many, too many minutes for Kevin Durant this year. You know, not be able to have Kyrie Irving there that much. That's really hurting this team. I still think that the Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the East, and I look for them to play either uh, Golden State, probably in the West, when it's all said and done. The Lakers, by the way, are a mess. But firing Frank Vogel isn't the answer. Um, the the Russell Westbrook group is not working out. The the Lakers have done what other teams have done. The Lakers the organization did this once before when they added Carl uh, Malone and Steve Nash, I believe it was, to the team and put together a superstar team that never really gelled and never won a title. They had aging guys. Russell Westbrook is an aging guy, and he's good at what he does. He can score. Not a good shooter, not a great defender, but he can score. He does have too many turnovers. But this team is not gelling, and uh, they give a lot to get Westbrook. I think they wish they could have a do-over on that deal. But uh, this Lakers team, firing Frank Vogel is not the answer. By the way, Russell Westbrook had a fantastically bad quote when talked about the possibility of moving from L.A. about being traded. And Westbrook said, and I'm paraphrasing it a little bit, this is basically what he said, though, um, this is about, me, me coming here is about a lot more than just basketball. But basketball is why you're here. It, what, what, do you think the Lakers wanted you for cultural reasons? Do you think the Lakers wanted you for to sell seats? They don't need to do that. It is about basketball. It's exactly about basketball. And Russell Westbrook is a bad fit for this Laker team. Um, you know, will the Lakers pull off a trade with one of the big three, either James or Davis or Westbrook? Probably not. But the one they could trade the easiest would probably be Anthony Davis. I don't think LeBron would go anywhere, but and I don't know if LeBron wants Anthony Davis to go. But could they trade Davis to somebody like in a, a deal with the Celtics to pick up maybe Jalen Brown? That'd be a great trade uh, if the Lakers could somehow pull that off, uh, maybe get uh, Al Horford back in the deal as well. But Anthony Davis, I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to get moved this year, but Frank Vogel will probably get fired, but it's not his fault. It really is not his fault that they did this. It was a bad fit getting Russell Westbrook in there, and that falls more on Rob Palenka and uh, LeBron James for that. So, um, by the way, speaking of other NBA, Cleveland and Chicago, couple of nice stories they're both way overperforming what they thought they what people thought they would be Lonzo Ball now out six to eight weeks uh for the Bulls so that's a big hit for them Cleveland already lost Ricky Rubio and I think these guys these both these teams are nice stories but I don't expect either of them to make a run in the playoffs at all I think they both could be a uh one and done first round exits in the playoffs I just don't think they have teams built with enough veterans that can get them over the hump in the postseason and you have some teams that are kind of laying back and just uh you know managing minutes and getting ready for the playoffs the way they can. I think Cavs and Bulls will both be in the playoffs, but I don't think either one make it out of the first round. All right, thanks so much for tuning in. This was the debut of the Jeff Lidoff Show at Fit Happens on Twitter. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you again very soon.